0: You're listening to We Need to Talk About Sam, a podcast where a supernatural superfan and a supernatural newbie discuss every single episode of the Hit CW show. This week, we'll be covering season four, episode four, Metamorphosis. I'm Kenzie. I'm Haley. And we need to talk about Sam. this is kim manor's last episode oh really Mm-hmm. it makes me sad that is sad it's very sad but yeah they mentioned it in the um the season guide they also mentioned that um apparently the motel room that the boys stay in it has a specific type of slate stone that is distinctive to Missouri, known as giraffe stone. Oh. <laughs> Missouri is where this episode takes place. Yeah,
1: we should talk about. Um, oh, yeah, no, the we want to talk about
0: Mormon history. In it's particular. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get to Carthage in a minute. First, so we kick off with our recap, we go over the events of last episode um we touch on sam's powers and how he's lying to dean about them and then we are reminded that at the end of last episode Cass told dean that sam is going down a dark path and he needs to stop sam or the angels will so cut to present time um sam and ruby have captured a demon sam is demanding information about lilith the demon is just taunting sam he's like He's like, Sam Winchester, the mighty hunter, yet you're like, slumming it with this demon, like, I know what you guys get up to when your brother's not looking, yada yada yada, like, talking shit. And so Sam is like, okay, fuck this. And he uses his powers to exorcise the demon, send it to hell. Um, and we, then we get a little cut to outside, and we find that Dean has watched this whole thing play out. Which... The turn
1: to reveal Dean's face. Yeah. Oh, I It seems like I can see his face very well. Really? From where I was at, I was like, I assume that's Dean, but I can't see. Really?
0: You see, like, his full profile. Huh. Maybe it's just where you were on the couch. I don't know. It shouldn't be that big of a difference from one end of the couch to the other. I'm, just, I'm like, I couldn't see clearly who it was. Were you wearing your glasses? Yeah. It was all <laughs> shadowed and stuff. Yeah. Um, it is a very intense shot. But then we get our splash screen. Um, we cut back inside Sam and Ruby. Ruby asks Sam how it felt. Um, Sam says it felt great. he He doesn't have headaches anymore. Um, and that there was actually like a definite noticeable difference in the ease of that. like compare it to the the first time we saw him exercise a demon in the pilot or in not in the pilot. He definitely didn't exercise a demon in the pilot <laughs> um in Lazarus Rising, the first episode of this season, and it like took some genuine effort. Like you could really see that he was really have to work at it um but then this time it it happened faster it was smoother because like that girl demon she like coughed up her smoke and this guy is like almost all in one go yeah so it was definitely much smoother process um also this guy is alive granted he didn't get attacked by an angel before he got exercised and he didn't fall out of a window yeah like meg did (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this guy's alive um sam is helping him he's he's untying him when dean makes his presence known um he has seen everything he is big pissed and he's like who is this uh and there's like a little awkward moment and then ruby goes it's nice to see you too dean and he's like like it clicks like this is ruby um, and Dean is really, really mad. Like, he is genuinely super, super pissed off. Because Sam told him he wasn't doing this psychic shit anymore. Yeah. He lied to Dean. Granted, Dean lied to Sam. <laughs> in the exact same conversation. <laughs> Almost, like... About what? In about Dean lied to Sam about not going to cast. I don't think it was the exact same conversation, but the same episode. Sam lied to Dean about not doing psychic stuff, and then later that episode... Sam lies to Dean, and he says, I'm going to get a burger. And Dean's like, oh, Bobby and I are going to get beers. And Sam's going to do demon-exercising stuff. And Dean is off to go summon an angel that he doesn't realize is an angel. Like, they're both lying to each other. They kick off the season on a bad note with a lying, and it's just gonna keep going. Yeah. Boys! (laughs) Um... So, Dean attacks Ruby. He has the demon-killing knife. Sam intervenes. He manages to get the knife away from Dean, uh, who shoves him out of the way, um, only to be pinned by Ruby. So, Ruby has Dean by the throat. Uh, And she, in her defense, is kind of defending herself. But Sam gets her to stand down. Um, Dean talks some shit about her being like an obedient little or something. I think he uses a nastier word than that. Yeah. Um Sam tells Ruby to take this guy, like get him help. And Dean's like, Where are you taking him? And she's like, To the ER? <laughs> you idiot. Where would else would I take him?
1: Says, he orders Ruby to take the man to hospital.
0: Shush. I think that's but just copy pasting. Um but yeah, she takes him to the ER <laughs> She has a specific line. Let me see.
1: Unless she's late to the ER unless uh, you want to go another round. Yeah, or unless you
0: <laughs> Dean says, Where the hell do you think you're going? And she says, the ER, unless you want to go another round first. Um and then she leaves with the guy. Oh. That's interesting. Okay. Um, let's go back to the notes. There was a little minutia that I thought was interesting. So Cut back to the <laughs> Or Dean storms out after that. He leaves. He leaves Sam by himself, I think.
1: Yeah. He cuts back to the hotel room. I think Sam's, like, reading something. Yeah, he's doing something on his... And Dean bursts in, and he starts packing. And Sam's like, what are you doing? He's, like, trying to talk about it. And Dean responds by punching him twice.
0: <laughs> yep. yep. He punches him, and Sam says something like, uh, satisfied, or feel better, or something, and, and then Dean punches, punches him, again. him again. He's like, I guess that answered that question.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so Dean is angry that Sam's using... Can you <laughs> just sit, please? I can't get comfy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sam's angry that or Dean's angry that Sam's using his powers and Sam explains he's only exercising demons. It doesn't work with anything else.
0: That is Chloe shaking, by the way. I think it's happened (laughs) a couple times. She's being obnoxious.
1: She's a shaker. Um, Dean tells Sam just to use a knife, but Sam responds that
0: he is able to save the victim. Yeah, he's like, the knife kills the vessel. What I do... Most of the time, saves them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like he's like, I'm literally saving lives, Dean. They kind of flip flop on this sometimes during the season. Sometimes it'll be like, we have to save the vessels, and sometimes they're just stabbing everybody yeah. in the face.
1: <laughs> sometimes they care about the vessel. Sometimes they don't. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> I guess it depends I on the think situation. But... In this situation, Sam is justifying. He's like, what I'm doing is actually saving the people, Which and it therefore is. it is okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um Um, so Dean says it's a bad path, but Sam insists he won't let it go too far. Um
0: oh, this is where we get one of the most ouchy lines of yeah. the entire
1: show. He's like Dean says if he didn't know Sam, he would want to hunt him and other hunters would do the same thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Specifically where is it? Um yeah, because he says, slippery slope, brother, just wait and see, because it's going to get darker and darker, and God knows where it ends. Um, Sam says, I'm not going to let it go too far, and Dean says, it's already gone too far, Sam. If I didn't know you, I would want to hunt you, and so would other hunters. Which is... That's dark. Um.
1: Sam explains that Dean was gone, yeah. and he kept fighting the only way he was able to.
0: Yeah, um, Dean wasn't here, and he had to figure it out.
1: Yeah, and Dean asks why Sam lied, and he tells him that Castiel warned
0: Dean to stop Sam, or he would. He's yeah, like, he's like God, like God. Literally, God <laughs> wants is, doesn't you to want stop. you doing this. Like that's that's big, and like you can see it on Sam's face. Like he's like, like oh shit.
1: oh, because oh. Sam's the one that has like a belief in uh-huh. the higher power uh-huh. and so. Um, there the bell Interrupted when Sam's phone rings with information on a case from a hunter named Travis. Yeah, they acted like we should know who Travis is,
0: but I'd never well, heard of him before. <laughs> you haven't heard of him before. Then they don't act like you should know who he is because they're kind of kind they're of like, it's Travis? I'm like, who's Travis? <laughs> it's the same way they act when like, um like in um Folsom Prison Blues when they're like, we're doing a favor for Deacon. And the whole episode, you're like, I don't know who the fuck Deacon is, you know? And then at the end, you get to meet Deacon. Okay. So it's kind of a similar thing with it Tim's like, oh, hey, Travis. Yeah, it's good like, it's good to hear from you. And you're like, who's Travis? <laughs> I mean, you're going to meet Travis. But it's clear that, like, this is someone they know that we just haven't been introduced to yet. Or, like, Caleb or Pastor John. Pastor yeah. Jim. Sorry, not Pastor John. Pastor Jim from the first season. You know, things like that. And it's just, like, part of the hunting network that they have. So we cut to from there to Carthage, Missouri. Um, there's a we. we... What it, was that? It is. <laughs> it's straight out of Return of the King. Mouth Uh-oh. noises. Drama. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: this whole episode was gross.
0: It's so gross. This episode is so gross. This is
1: okay. The main issue the I have about here's Supernatural is I don't know when the gross is coming, and half of it is gross, and I don't like gross. <laughs> It is important to the story to here's watch the, thing, the gross, but I don't like it.
0: <laughs> here's the thing, we were literally watching this, and I was like, This is the scene, or there's an upcoming scene that made me really glad we didn't watch this episode last yeah, night. I'm really glad I didn't because this Because ep- we had meatloaf, I had and that. I was literally <laughs> handling raw ground beef last night, making our little personalized meatloaves. <laughs> and I was like, thinking about it as I was doing that, I was like, Oh like is babe gonna feel really nauseous after eating meatloaf and then watching this episode so it's probably a good thing we watched it on a separate different night but so this guy his name is jack jack montgomery and he is devouring his dinner and his wife is like you okay you good (laughs) um he's like is there he's like i just got she's really hungry today and this is delicious babe and she's like okay and he's like is that dessert and she's like yeah actually there is and she like gets him to go get it and he's like scraping the last of the mashed potatoes onto his plate and he's like are you gonna eat your steak and she's like barely touched her food and she's like you already had two and he's like yeah well I'm really hungry and he literally takes her steak and starts eating it so he's on his third steak <laughs> um, and he's like I just I just feel so good like i feel great and he's she's like he's like i'm just really hungry and she's like yeah or you maybe you have tapeworm <laughs> like what the fuck is going on um it's definitely weird so but we cut to later and he's brushing his teeth and he experiences dean calls it like his bones moving under his skin later I mean, that's what it it's looks kind like. of unclear what's happening in this moment but it sounds awful it looks painful it looks and it's like, like his back is doing something weird and it like sends him to his knees for a minute uh, like... yeah
1: i forgot to do research on the sponsor
0: too. it's okay i pulled up the wikipedia
1: page <laughs> it's supposed to be my job but i haven't been doing it. um so on the way to meet travis um dean and sam were talking about dean's trip back in time and what he learned about their parents and mm-hmm. Sam is obviously super interested yeah. he's like tell me about mom what was she like Yeah,
0: well, I think Sam's like I can't believe it like our parents our grandparents like all of this just so some demon can bleed in my mouth and Dean's like excuse me I didn't say anything about that <laughs> Wait, how does Sam know about it again did I Yellow Eyes so. tell him yeah okay. Yellow Eyes tells him in um, I'll help breaks loose part one i think or is it two it's one it's all breaks loose part one he tells him about it
1: okay and dean is hurt that sam didn't tell him it brushes it off for
0: now yeah he's like oh no i don't have a problem with you keeping this from me (laughs) sam's like gravely, like well i mean we were trying to save your life (laughs) i had priorities (laughs) yeah It probably is something Sam should have told Dean about, but I can understand why it kind of slipped his mind. Um, So, when we cut back to Carthage, the boys are having a little stakeout (laughs) of watching Jack Montgomery. He seems like a normal guy. Um, They're like, I don't get it. Like, this dude... uh, Why is Travis having us watch this guy? Like, I don't get it. Um, And then he starts just ravenously consuming food out of the fridge. Like he takes some like leftover chicken and is just devouring it. And then he opens the fridge again and he's got like chicken grease all over his face and he pulls out a package of raw hamburger and it rips the plastic open and starts eating it. Just stuffing his face with it. And we cut to the boys and their <laughs> His faces. faces looked how my face looked in that moment. <laughs> and Sam says, Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Oh. here we cut to motel room I think this is the motel room with the specific Missouri granite stone on the walls um, but we meet Travis he's an older hunter apparently he knew the Winchesters when they were young he says it's been like 10 years he's like amazed at how tall Sam is um, he has a broken arm so it's very clear he's like kind of out of the hunt he like needs some backup at least um, and he tells them, they're like, what the fuck is up with this guy? And he explains that in 1978, he killed Jack's father, who was a Rougarou. Um, and I figure this is probably... <laughs> and Dean's like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That make... sure that's not made up? <laughs> so this is the guy that hunts supernatural creatures. I know. I know. I was surprised Dean didn't know what Long Pig was.
1: He gets excited about it too
0: <laughs> because he uh, he uses it later in the episode. He's like, I know that word. <laughs> I noticed it was cute. Yeah. So let's get into the uh, lore around the Ruguru. So according to the Super Wiki, the Ruguru is the result of a genetic mutation that when expressed causes the affected human to experience a murderous cannibalistic hunger. Outwardly the Ruguru can hum- human or can appear human for years, never knowing its true nature. Um but then Travis explains that around, like, age 30, they start to become consumed by a terrible hunger. They will feed on any meat they can get their hands on until they eventually give in to the craving for human flesh. Um, they def- they also demonstrate superhuman strength, and their bones will move under its skin. But one bite of human flesh is all that it needs for the Ruguru to transform outwardly into a monster, at which point it can never appear or be human again. And the only way to kill it is by setting it on fire, because otherwise it will just continue killing people to sate its hunger. So theoretically, as we're going to get into in a second, a person with the Rougarou gene can hold back their transformation by not consuming human flesh. But Travis deems all records on this subject as conjecture and fairy tales. So, but their strengths, they have enhanced senses. Jack Montgomery, even pre Ruguru, was able to sense a woman undressing In a building from across the street, which is weird, but whatever. Um, They also have enhanced strength and speed, so capable of snapping human bones and breaking free of handcuffs. So they're stronger and faster, but their weakness is fire. (laughs) Strength, a couple
1: paragraphs. Weaknesses fire. (laughs) 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 Pretty simple. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Let's see, where do we leave off? Okay, just making sure we're in the right spot. (sighs) But real life Rugeru lore. Huh. so I
1: don't know about any of this, so I'm reading it for there the first are time. There a
0: bunch of different spellings, for starters. <laughs> so,
1: ruguru is a legendary creature in French communities linked to traditional concepts of the werewolf. Huh, okay. Um, the stories of the creature are d- as diverse as the spelling of its name. Um, mm. So, Lou is French for wolf, and guru. Um, is a man who transforms into an animal
0: yeah so they're all connected to francophone cultures through the common belief in the loop guru um which is french for wolf which is like a combined word for french that's half french for wolf half um frankish for werewolf so yeah wolf werewolf <laughs> um,
1: in American fork, folklore um, American fork That's <laughs> what my brain was saying that was weird uh, American folklore Ariguru represents a variant pronunciation of the French spelling according to Somebody named Barry Jean Anselet, I think. <laughs> An academic expert. On Cajun folklore and professor at the University of Louisiana at Lafayette in America. Uh, the tale of Rougarou is a common legend across French Louisiana. Both words are used interchangeably in southern Louisiana. Some people call the monster Rougarou, others refer to it as the Luguru, Guru? I don't know how you pronounce that. Um, it's been around for many generations either directly from French settlers to Louisiana or via the French Canadian immigrants centuries ago. In the Cajun legends the creature is said to prowl the swamps around Acadiana
0: Acadiana? Probably.
1: Acadiana. Um, Also
0: known as Cajun country. (laughs) And greater
1: New Orleans and the sugarcane fields and woodlands. The Rougarou most often is described as a human Her creature with a human body and the head of a wolf or dog, similar to the werewolf legend. Um, Often the storytelling has been used to inspire fear and obedience. Another variation the wolf like beast will hunt down and kill Catholics (laughs) who do not follow (laughs) the rules of Lent. That's funny. Rules of Lent. Um,
0: Oh. This coincides with French-Catholic Luguru stories according to which the method for turning into a werewolf is to break Lent seven years in a row. Interesting.
1: A common blood-sucking legend says the Ruguru is under the spell for 101 days. After that time, the curse is transferred from person to person when the Ruguru draws another human's blood. During that day, the creature returns to human form.
0: That's like werewolves and vampires had a baby.
1: Yeah. Although <laughs> acting sickly, the human refrains from telling others of the situation for fear of being killed. Stories range from the Ruguru as a rabbit, being derived from witchcraft, and um, the later claim only, witch can make, well, only a witch can make a Ruguru either by turning into a wolf herself or by cursing others with lycanthropy.
0: Oh, shit. I forgot to take, turn the, uh, sorry. I forgot to turn the heater off. Whoops yay go. okay we're back the ac turned off or the heater turned off there is a whole little section in here so i think we took. where were we talking about the roo um sounds it's one of the many werewolf spinoffs so yeah there's a whole bunch of pop culture met- mentions Babe was found it interesting that the NBA team formerly noticed in New Orleans Hornets filed for several new name trademarks among which was the Rugerous. um so huh. I didn't remember this that in the Harry Potter universe um Rougarou hair is apparently a wandcore core option is that in like America or is it maybe in Europe Cause she has
1: different
0: yeah, yeah history like, of magic in north america so does jk really even know what that is or does she just google mythological <laughs> creatures and that's a really good question um right under that pop culture mention is the aruguru is the monster of the week in season four episode four of supernatural so that's fun yeah but yeah sounds like they so it's like a Kind of a werewolf I think thing. They kind of had to dumb down the wolf aspect of the Rougru. Um, So the it sounds episode? like they kind of had to dumb down the wolf aspect of the Ruguru. Because it was too much like Because it's too close to a werewolf. They wanted it to be a bit more. I have the hiccups. Hello. Oh. <laughs> and it also doesn't mention anything about in, like.
1: in the real lore about like insatiable hunger mm-hmm. or anything like that. I don't know if you
0: guys can hear my hiccups. I'm sure they can. (laughs) Oh no. Um, okay, getting back into this. So Travis killed a Rougarou in nineteen seventy eight. Apparently he was like a dentist, he or something. I guess. Like he had a trophy wife, like a Cadillac. Like he was living a great normal guy life. Dean even says like something about Jack is like he wears a, his phone on his belt or something. Like this man, he like he goes to an office every day, works a nine to five kind of guy. Yeah. Um. So Travis killed Jack's father in 1978, but what he didn't know was that Jack's mother um, was pregnant at the time, um, and she put that baby up for adoption. And Jack, or Travis lost track of him in the system. And Sam's like kind of skeptical about that he's like you lost track of somebody and travis like admits that he's not sure that he actually even really wanted to find jack because the idea of hunting down some kid just didn't sit right with him so he decided to like wait it out and kind of see how things go so um we cut back to jack though jack has um
1: gone to a bar after his wife cut her finger oh uh,
0: yeah i forgot to include that in the notes we, yeah like, kind of while travis is talking we like cut back and forth between like the boys and travis and jack and his wife michelle we don't learn her her name until later but her name is michelle she's chopping something for dinner and she cuts her finger and he sees the blood on her finger and he's yeah. like she's like i think i need stitches and he's like i gotta go and he beats it out of there she's like jack Should I <laughs>
1: like, help? excuse
0: me um, he's like
1: devouring some peanuts and some whiskey there's yeah. like three empty plates in front of him too so he's obviously like eating some food he's like can food. I get some
0: more peanuts <laughs> um,
1: and he hears some douchebag hitting on a very uninterested woman um, and he just keeps going Adam's not taking no for an answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jack confronts the man, and when the man tries to punch him, Jack catches his hand and breaks it. Yeah, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And then he, like, even... the yeah, and then he, he runs away again. Definitely didn't
0: mean to do that. Yeah. So yeah, cut back to the the motel. Dean and Travis are making flamethrowers, and Sam comes back from probably the library. Um, he's apparently done some research. Travis is like, "Like you don't believe me? You don't trust me?" And <sighs> Dean's like, "No." Sam is like. He's obsessed with research. He keeps it under his bed next to his KY, which is lubricant, if you didn't catch that. Oh. (laughs) Basically, Dean's saying that Sam jerks off to research. Um, (laughs) I do find it very interesting how much Dean is, like, ribbing Sam in this episode, um, considering like kind of the tension between them because mm-hmm. like earlier when we first meet travis travis is like what are you still are you still a what, what was it a mathlete and sam's like no no and dean's like oh no he totally is like <laughs> you know this is my nerdy brother like i do find it interesting that dean keeps doing that um despite like their kind Pro- of probably to disagreement like, he is probably trying to kind of egg <sighs> him, uh, get back at him i, I guess, wonder in his own way. if maybe he's also trying to like Hide the tension between Maybe. the two of them? Like, act normal for Travis kind of thing? I don't know. Um, so, but Sam, in his research, he's like, no, everything you said checks out, Travis, um, but I found something really interesting. There are some accounts of people who were able to resist trans- the full transformation into a Rougarou, um, by resisting the urge to consume human flesh, and Travis is like, that's a fairy tale. Like... I understand that like you want this hope but like the chances of that are next to none. Um Sam is standing firm though and he says Uh we are not going to chill- kill Jack until he does something to be killed for. You know, right. and Dean's like
1: watching this, he's like a kind of understanding look in his face like he knows what's mm-hmm. going on in Sam's head exactly. about. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dean knows his brother. So but yeah, so the boys the boys leave, I think.
1: Yeah. Um, Jack comes back home like Good early morning. in the morning and startles his wife who is definitely understandably pissed. She is quite She's got her like finger wrapped up. Uh-huh. And he's like She had to drive herself to the hospital. He makes up an excuse saying that he, when he saw her blood he got dizzy and his Freaked phone out. died and he wasn't able to contact her he says. Like I
0: couldn't find a pay phone.
1: And she's like kind of forgiving him. In this yeah, moment. she's
0: like softening him up because he's kind of like flirting a little with her, and they start making out. And yeah, straight people. <laughs> um, and, then, and then he starts biting her.
1: Yeah, he starts being like rougher and like making like un- really unwanted aggressive.
0: advances right yeah, now. And she's like, like Stop. yeah, it goes from like playful like neck kisses to like like genuinely like he's freaking her out yeah
1: and then she like shoves him away and she asks what's wrong and he says he doesn't know and he runs away again
0: (laughs) yeah he just keeps running from his problems um so the boys are driving to talk to jack dean is like um i kind of actually really want to look at the transcript for this scene because we are much further along than that Um here we go. Um so are Dean's like, for? we're gonna go have a little chat, which is like, yeah, I'm down to talk to him, but I wanna make sure he says if push comes to shove, or if push comes, you're gonna shove. Um and Sam's like, What the fuck are you talking about? And Dean's like, odds are we're gonna have to kill him. And Sam's like, This guy has a name. And a wife. <laughs> They're kind of arguing like Like, they always turn. Um, and Sam is like, well, maybe he can fight it off. And they kind of go back and forth on that. And Sam's like, well, we'll just have to see. And Dean's like, are you sure your emotions aren't getting in the way here? Um, you know, nice dude, but he's got something evil inside. Something in his blood. Maybe you can relate. And this Sam, he went from like, okay, fuck off, Dean. To genuinely really pissed understandably yeah Dean's not helping the situation tells dean to stop the car um dean's like what he says stop the car i will which is like okay sammy um dean drives he pulls off the road and literally car has not even come to a stop and sam is already getting out um and sam is so mad this is like one of the maddest we've ever seen sam especially at dean because he's not just mad like we've seen Sam mad at Dean but it's often more that he's upset for Dean that like Dean is being self deprecating (laughs) or not helping himself or whatever or not letting Sam help him and then Sam gets mad at him but this is Sam defending himself against his brother um and he says you know what you want to know why I've been lying to you Dean because of crap like this the way you talk to me the way you look at me like I'm a freak um you know or even worse like I'm an idiot like I don't know the difference between right and wrong um, and Dean's just like looking at him while Sam like rants on about this and Dean's like do you know the difference cause you've kind of been like strolling a dark road and Dean's like Sam says you have no idea what I've been going through uh, and he says I've got demon blood in me Dean this disease pumping through my veins and I can't ever rip it out or scrub it clean I'm a whole new level of freak and I'm just trying to take this curse and make something good out of it because I have to um, And this is kind of like... Dean is, like, understanding at least a little bit here, I think, what Sam's going through. But I also think he's a little bit like, I can't deal with this right now. Like, I, I don't know how to help with yeah. this. Except for supporting Sam in going and talk, trying to talk to Jack. So that's what Dean suggests. He's like, let's go talk to the guy. And then he's like... He corrects himself and he's like, Jack... His name is Jack, you know? And so they get back in the car, and they drive to talk to Jack. And it goes by as well as you'd think it would.
1: <laughs> so the boys talk to Jack in his backyard, I guess? Yeah, I think so. So I guess he's back at his house again. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, And they try to explain what's going on, but he isn't ready to hear it. Yeah, they, like,
0: they, like explain his in, biological father and, talk to him, and ask him and then wait like, you've been cuts, really hungry lately huh yeah it like cuts and they're like he's like a rougarou what the fuck
1: <laughs> dean's like i know it sounds like it's made up but it's yeah not. yeah and then
0: dean's like you've been having a, a a craving for long pig and i'm like you just learned that word today <laughs> dean <laughs> um but,
1: but anyway he's not ready to hear what they have to say and he orders them to leave it um the property But they're still trailing him, and that night they see him, like stalking a random woman. Well,
0: he can like sense her inside her apartment, and so he like creeps up to her window. I don't know if you guys heard the train just go by. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I honestly like I remembered this moment with the boys, but I forgot it was this episode. Like the context of it was gone from my brain. <laughs> but yeah, so Jack is, like, creeping on this woman through her window.
1: Yeah, and then the boys are like, okay. Oh, shit, we're gonna have to, like, yeah, so they save grab her. The fire cans. They're like, With We're gonna throwers. have to rescue her. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Fire cans. <laughs> and they, like, run upstairs. In the meantime, um, Jack catches a glimpse of his own reflection, probably, like, his eyes look some funny. sense back into him. He's yeah, like, his what the eyes fuck? look
0: strange, and he's like... Oh, shit. And he, what the fuck am I doing?
1: Um manages to resist his urges and runs away. Yeah. <laughs> the boys, meantime, didn't know that happened. And they, yeah, they bust down her front door and find her unarmed, and she's very she, like, alarmed.
0: They, like, bust down her door right <laughs> as she walks into the hallway. She, like, screams, and they're, like, just both standing there with a makeshift fire extinguisher, like, all hunched over. Yeah, and what then did they like, say here again? Okay. Um, here, let me pull it. Let me find it in the transcript, That's because funny. it's so good. Um... Uh, yeah. You know, she screams, she runs, she goes back into her bedroom, she slams her door, and Dean's like, we're here to save save you, you, I guess. guess. (laughs) She locks her bedroom door and says, I'm calling the police! And Sam's like, we should go, and Dean's like, yeah. And they leave, the best part is Dean going, turning back around to close the the. To close her front door again and you can see that like the it's completely the broken, the, the frame latch of the door. is totally torn off. it's so funny them hunched in the doorway with their little flamethrowers like we're here to help you and she's like i'm telling the police <laughs> <laughs> which I, fair, fair. <laughs> it's one of those moments it's like in um Sin city when Sam is in the that like mob go- boss guy's office and he like because he thinks he might be the demon and then the like, the mob boss guy and his bodyguard come in and they, like fight with Sam and he Sam disarms them and he's like splashes them with holy water and they both just stand there like what the fuck and he's like <laughs> he's like i'll take these bullets and bye (laughs) and then you see him like cringing as he walks out the door it's the exact same vibes it's my favorite when this this sort of shit happens there's some rando who has no idea what's going on (laughs) so meanwhile though back at jack's house travis without telling sam and dean has broken into their home um, not sam and dean's home jack and michelle's home he is holding michelle hostage he has her tied up um and when jack arrives um travis overpowers him and ties him up too um and he reveals that he intends to burn them both alive even though he doesn't want to he'd really rather not be doing this uh it turns out he's like he tells he tells the wife Michelle he's like tell him what you told me when I first broke in here and she said I told him not to hurt me because I'm pregnant which is exactly same situation same situation as Jack's mom that she was pregnant when Jack's dad died but Travis didn't know and so now he's like I'm not gonna be around in 30 years to do this all over again um so he plans to kill them both um, and he's pouring gasoline all over and Jack freaks the fuck out um Understandable. and I think it's very interesting that he has been resisting his urges but the moment he cannot resist it anymore is the moment the, the woman he loves the most is in danger yeah that is when he absolutely also he just found out she's pregnant also he just found out she's pregnant yeah his wife and un Born child are in danger, and he doesn't give a single fuck about the consequences. Uh-huh. He is going to save her no matter what it takes. It is sad. It is really sad because Jack is like a decent guy, you know. He's trying to do his best. <laughs> the parallels in this episode, yeah. as we get further into the season, we're gonna you can think back on this episode and be like, "Wow, <laughs> okay." Just keep that in mind. This episode really strong. Well, it's already like, like tying symbolism. Into, like, yeah. Sam. Yeah. His parents. But yeah, so Jack breaks the handcuffs and he attacks Travis. Um, he rips out his throat, killing him and simultaneously completing his transformation into a monster. Um, uh, He, Michelle is reasonably freaked the fuck out. <laughs> he he's already been acting her. weird. Uh-huh. He's already been acting super weird and now he is just Broken handcuffs, uh, metal like metal handcuffs. These are like solid things, and ripped a man's throat out, and now like his eyes are black, and his face look yeah, like his, his like, skin looks swamped. all weird, yeah. um, and he's not moving right. He's like moving really like animalistic and creepy, and he like approaches her, and she's freaking out, um, and he unties her, he frees her, um, and she screams at him to stay away from her, and she runs out of the home. And drives, um, away. and drives away. And Jack is left alone with a dead Travis, who he turns back to, and it's kind of assumed that he eats him. Yeah, it's really gross. So, because when the boys arrive, they only find a bloodstain. Yeah. It's gross. They're like, I think that was Travis. They're like, bye Travis.
1: <laughs> um, R.I.P. You were a real one. <laughs> um... Re- when they get to the house and they find the bloodstain, Jack jumps them and like knocks them out. And Sam wakes up inside of a closet and he's like trying to talk to Jack through the closet, encouraging him to resist his urges and not eat Dean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's he, like he's yelling, yelling for uh,
0: Dean and Jack says something like, Dean can't come to the phone right yeah. now. And Sam's like, I swear to God, if you've hurt my brother, and Jack's like, no, your brother's fine. He's using a coat hanger to, um, try and pick the lock. Mm-hmm. Last time we saw Dean trapped, or Sam trapped in a closet with Dean's life in danger, oh, yeah. he, that was the first time he used telekinesis. Yeah. Kind of the only time he used telekinesis, unless you count exercising demons as a form of telekinesis, which I guess it kind of is. Kind of. Um, but it's the only time we've seen him like use like t- like full-on like traditional telekinesis to move that that like, yeah. armoire thing.
1: And he says a really good line here. It's oh, like yeah. you don't have to be a monster, it doesn't matter what you are, It only matters what you do. Yeah. Which is like it makes really Jack core. like stop for a second yeah. too.
0: But uh, that is really core to Sam's yeah. personal belief. Um that is his reasoning for how what he has been doing this whole time is that because he is doing good with it because he is trying to help people and he is saving people therefore he is not a monster yeah. I don't know if he entirely believes that Yeah. but it is what he is telling himself
1: all oh, big yawn um, unfortunately oh, big yawn. Jack can't resist and is about to eat Dean when Sam escapes and incinerates him right as dean wakes up to witness it
0: yeah yeah you can see like the look on dean's face because he knows he knows that sam didn't want to do that how hopeful sam was how much sam really wanted jack to be okay and so he can see like they kind of like cut back and forth between them and you can so really also parallel to like he Sam understands this is a very strong yeah. Sam parallel in this episode but it's a little bit on the nose but I think it really works um so we cut to later in the Impala and Dean um he apologizes to Sam for being so hard on him he's like the psychic thing it's freaking me out and Dean Sams like I don't want to talk about it like it doesn't matter it's whatever I can't make you understand it's this this blood is it it's not in you the way it's in me i just have to deal with it um and dean's like what the hell are you talking about and sam's like but it doesn't matter because i've made a choice and i'm not making it for you and i'm not making it for angels or for anybody else i'm making this decision for me that he is going to stop using his powers i have a feeling he's not going to (laughs) what What amazing is that (laughs) just a guess but yeah, but yeah. He says Sam says I'm done with everything, and he says it's, I'm not doing this for you or for the angels or for anybody. This is my choice. Which, considering Sam's history with people taking his choices away, is yeah. really powerful. Like that. Whenever Sam like stands up for his own autonomy, there's a scene in a later season where someone, um, like has an issue and the boys are like trying to decide what to do to help her and she's like no I want to do this it's my life I get all the votes Dean's like I we don't agree on that like that's not okay we're not agreeing to that she's like no it's my life I get all the votes and Dean's like Sam and Sam's like it's her life she gets all the votes like you know Sam always it's always nice when Sam stands up for his own autonomy yeah sometimes but, uh, you I don't cold? know what gives you the feeling this isn't gonna last. <laughs> Just a feeling.
1: Just a Since hunch. we're in episode four. Yeah. Of a new season.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, this episode is very, very strong on the, the parallels to Sam and what Sam's going through. The It's, like, kind of on the nose because it's, like, in his blood. He can't help it. He's gotta resist the urges. Like... Yeah. Very obvious very, parallels. Very, very obvious parallels, but I honestly think it's kind of really well done, because yeah. you can really see Dean better understanding Sam's yeah. headspace in this, and Sam like, better understanding the, the danger of what he's doing and how bad this could go if he doesn't put a stop to it. Like, them both kind of so reaching don't a little bit the middle ground. not quite understand all the demon powers yet. I yeah. I it'll explain more. Yeah. But yeah, overall, I think this is a pretty good episode. Um, it was written by. Hang on. It was gross, but the story was good. Um, written by Catherine Humphreys, she's written a couple other episodes. I think she's one. Of, she was one of the writers on Faith. I should mark that. You guys don't want to listen to me sneeze. Um, she was one of the writers on Faith. Her own Sarah Gamble. She also wrote um, "Children Shouldn't Play with Dead Things," which is. Not my favourite episode, doesn't have a lot of nuance to it, but yeah. she wrote this episode and then it was obviously as mentioned previously directed by Kim Manners and was the last episode that he directed. Which is so sad. It was sad. <laughs> it was sad. I think there is a later episode in this season that is dedicated to him. I don't remember which one it is though.
1: We didn't talk about um Carthage either.
0: Oh yeah, we forgot to talk about Carthage isn't that where Joseph Smith died story short I think that's he was in jail for a a long time he was in jail there for a long time he died in I don't think it was Carthage was
1: it we're great Exmos (laughs) it blocked a lot from our our, uh, memories (laughs) thanks Google
0: oh Oh. no he died in Carthage Illinois wait there's more than one Carthage yes
1: wait do we have these mixed up then
0: maybe we do I think Carthage Jail. Oh, it's in Illinois still. Is it still in Illinois? Yeah, because it's 30-bed drive from Illinois.
1: Historic Navio which is in Illinois. Okay, so we have the wrong... It's
0: the wrong Carthage. All right, so I think that's it for this week. Um, next episode, we are covering Monster Movie, and I'm excited. That's a really fun one. It looks fun. I really love that one. I told Babe that Dean ends up in Lederhosen. I think it's later, lederhosen it's pretty great um so but in the meanwhile thank you guys so much for listening if you like what you hear and you haven't already subscribed to us on your favorite podcast app we are on apple podcast stitcher spotify all those places also please rate and review the podcast on itunes or wherever you happen to listen if they have an option for that i know you can like and leave comments on podbean which is our like home base so if you want to do that feel free um but on itunes specifically it helps the algorithm and helps more people find us if you have fellow supernatural fans tell us tell them about us um and if you would like to reach out or you want to like share our social media posts you can find so, us on chloe we are almost done can you wait a minute You can find us on Twitter at TalkAboutSamPod, on Instagram at WeNeedToTalkAboutSamPodcast and on Tumblr and TikTok at WeNeedToTalkAboutSam. You can also find our Discord links in like the, um, it'll be in the show notes. Um, I think it's in our um, our Tumblr bio. But, so, yeah, if you would like to join our Discord and come hang out with us, talk about the episodes and give us your thoughts, please do. Um, but if you would like to find me on social media, I'm Little Red Who Could on Twitter and The Little Red Who Could on Tumblr. And Haley, my love, where can people find you? You can find me at
1: Twitter at LifeFlowsOn3 and Tumblr at hfthoughts-blog.
0: All right. Thank you guys again so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. about Supernatural. No. Because it's weight. No. <gasps> <gasps> yeah! <laughs> the big announcement. Are you wearing yours? I took it off because it's sleep time. Babe. It's sleep time. It's not sleep time. <laughs> it's podcast time. <laughs> Can you hear me shaking well, my gatorade? When hand? I get comfy at night it's I take
1: off jewelry time <laughs> in my brain. We're
0: engaged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You've probably seen on our Twitter.
0: Yeah, I posted on Twitter and I think I posted on Instagram. I didn't post on Tumblr. Oops. I remembered Instagram, but I forgot Tumblr. So, and then I shared it into our Discord server. I forget we have an Instagram. I forget we have an Instagram too, which is why it's funny that I remembered to post on our Instagram <laughs> and I forgot to post on Tumblr. <laughs> but yeah, I shared it in the Discord server, which not very many of you have joined. Wow rude we've had two people join and then like immediately leave which is honestly kind of like kind of a bummer (laughs) I was like you guys are bored that quickly I'm like yeah there's not a a lot going on but that's because there's five of us (laughs) because we just barely started it there's five of us (laughs) it's me and babe and Aramis and no I don't remember Um, um, me, and Babe, and Aramis, and Cassie, and oh, Patreon bot, and Lisa, and we got someone new. Oh, hey, wow, thanks, Viper DD. But I don't know, they actually joined a little while ago, I kind of forgot about them, but they didn't, they haven't gone past like the role selection or anything. So if you're Viper DD like you just gotta shout out our five Discord members. If, <laughs> if you don't understand how to do the roles and stuff shoot me a message i'll I don't let know you know how
1: either so well you In don't you together. didn't have
0: to <laughs> you didn't have to i just gave you your i roles. still don't
1: know how discord works very well so
0: I mean, it's just a messaging
1: app it's confusing okay
0: how's it confusing what are roles <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of how Discord works. And it's just a giant messaging app, basically. That makes more sense. You do booby. Also, we gotta explain- We got distracted. Our story. We got distracted. Of what happened. We're very bad at being on topic. Oh, But yeah, so I had a mandatory five days <coughs> off of my work. It's a long story. The post office is weird. But um, we decided on our five days- to go to um to go to Arches National Park which is our favorite national park and we took a friend with us uh huh <laughs> you're waving hi to, to Viper <laughs> but yeah so you can go in and you can mute whatever channels you don't want to see and then you won't get notifications for them so you won't get spoiled and they won't even like show up on your channel list if you don't want them to thanks chloe uh, um but stop yeah that, so we please. decided to go to arches national park because it's our favorite national park we hadn't been in forever like literally forever like i'm pretty sure the last time we went was the like november after we first started dating
1: november 2020
0: yeah so it'd been like two years since we went literally yeah um <laughs> we have done several trips since then yes we've we done other trips back. we have been back to arches we decided to go back to arches and when this was kind of planned out like we both knew was what was gonna happen because we had actually been planning initial a trip. disappointment <laughs> we had actually been planning a trip for last november november 2022 um and hey we were like might have to get canceled because my work was going to start going into overtime and I didn't think I'd be able to get the days off and and Haley was upset and I was like is it because you were going to propose? And she's like, how did you guess? And I was like, it's because I was going to propose. <laughs> <laughs> like, we both had bought our rings already. We both knew that we had each each other's rings already. Yeah. Like, we picked we them picked out. We picked out our rings. So, yeah. So, we just hadn't seen the rings physically. Like, in I person. hadn't seen my ring and she hadn't seen her ring. But we both knew the rings were in the house. We both knew exactly where they were, <laughs> even, because we hid them in the same spot. <laughs> we have separate dressers because of the way our closet is set up. So, we have two little dressers instead of like one big one. And we, had, we both hid it in our underwear drawer. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so like we knew where the rings were. We knew the rings were here. Uh, and we were going to get engaged last November. But we had to postpone the trip. And it was postponed. We both had separately to planned to propose to yeah, the other one. <laughs> we had both separately planned. Because
1: um, I was wanting to surprise you. <laughs> and apparently you had the same idea. <laughs> and then.
0: The beans got spilled and it was no longer. a surprise We're mind readers. <laughs> <laughs> we're just too much on the same page sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, so then the trip got postponed to January and then it got postponed early February. And we're like, well, maybe we'll go around Valentine's Day. And then I was like, I don't know. And then I was like, hang on. My five day separation, my mandatory five days off, is coming up soon. And it actually ends up being seven days off because it's five days plus your two regular regularly scheduled off days. So you have a week off of work you're not paid for that week it's really weird whatever and I was like let's go at the end of February when my five days are so we planned a trip we invited Harrow we went it was beautiful it was (laughs) like 20 degrees warmer (laughs) and it It was was at home pretty much great weather the whole time it was
1: a little windy on the last day but other than that
0: the I don't really remember the first day because we didn't it was cloudy i remember because we didn't get out to the park until after dark we were going to try and do some sightseeing we just ended up driving around in the dark for a while which was honestly kind of spooky but also kind of (laughs) cool um not great sky no we (laughs) would star gazing weather yeah we got mcdonald's and then they got burritos and um tacos from the the taco place which is really right good, actually. Our hotel; like, it gives right there, like literally, could like walk over to it from our hotel and get stuff. If you guys had wanted more later that weekend, um and it has like over two thousand reviews and almost five stars. <laughs> so yeah, apparently that was really good. It smelled really good. So we got tacos and McDonald's for me, and we drove into the park after dark to try and see the stars and then we like we're out there for like 30 minutes and we're like we're not seeing any stars <laughs> <laughs> you just you couldn't see
1: any of the like stuff mm-hmm. sights because it was completely dark except for like giant shadow masses in yes! the dark, which was, which a little was honestly, creepy. it was super really super cool. super
0: spooky <laughs> like we were driving along and it was courthouse wasn't it Courthouse tower yeah i think so that like loomed out of the darkness as we were driving <laughs> out of the park and it scared me it was like this massive dark shape against the sky it was so spooky but so yeah we don't remember i don't really remember what the weather was like that day we just spent most of that day driving but then the second day he drove us which was so nice I'm still really grateful she did that cuz I drove the whole way down and I was which done is with driving. Quite the drive. I needed a day off from driving. We were actually supposed to take Babe's car, her new car, but it hadn't arrived. Well, that's a whole other story. She didn't she didn't wasn't able to get it yeah it before we left, so we took my car instead, which I just got new tires. I got my oil changed. I got the pre-trip check from Les Schwab and they told me my brakes looked great we're all good to go so Haley drove the second day um and we did let me think we did balance rock and then we did like hikes um we yeah did, i'm trying we did balance rock
1: yeah we did sand dune and um broken, broken arch, arch and pine tree pine tree like if you like viewpoint things
0: that I'm di- I'm thinking specifically day two yeah I know in what order did we do things I remember we did balance rock first because balance rock is super duper duper easy because it's first <laughs> yeah first I, off it's like right there I think like that's right the order there. we did things and then we did sand dune uh huh really I think so is it that soon It felt so. like we did something in between balance rock and sand dune we did panorama didn't we we did, pan- we did Panorama Point, and then we
1: did Sand Dune. What's Panorama Point again? Which one is that?
0: That's the lookout. Oh, yeah, yeah. With the bathrooms yeah, and the benches. Um, yeah. We specifically stopped there, and then we went to Sand Dune. And I was shaking like a leaf. <laughs> she surprised me. I did.
1: I, I, I thought about bringing your ring you to that ring. one, but I was like, it looks like there's a lot of people like parked here. There was here. quite a lot of cars, so like, but there wasn't people. It's probably people. really crowded. I think like, a
0: lot of them were actually at Broken Arch. Yeah. Because um, Sand Dune was actually pretty quiet. I'm like, I'm not going to bring it to this one. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> which was like, worked out because Fingers crossed you did. there's not a lot of people or like a lot of them are like leaving right now or something, which I think a bunch of them were actually leaving as we were heading in. Yeah. Um. So... I brought, so I grabbed the ring box, and we went into you the surprised arch. surprised me. And for anyone who isn't familiar with Arches National Park, Sand Dune Arch is kind of a small hike. It's like, what, like a quarter mile round? It's a walk. It's You easy. walk up this little slot canyon. It's really sandy, except it was packed with snow when we were there the first time. So it was muddy and so slippery So it a little wasn't bit. really muddy yet. It was muddy the second day. Mm. But the first day, it was mostly snow going in. It was slushy. So... It, yeah, kinda icy. and uh, kind of icy. And so, but you go in this little slot canyon, and you just go up this little, around a little curve, and through the slot canyon, and there's this, this hidden arch there. It's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's, like, tucked away. It's really pretty. I highly recommend. That's actually, if you've seen the pictures that I posted on our Twitter or Instagram, That's the, the one, one of <laughs> us is sand dune. Actually, both of those pictures were taken at sand dune. Yeah. Um, so, and then Harrow was taking some pictures of us, he like sent us up the hill and I told him I you had like gone up the hill and I was like, Harrow, I have the ring. Like, I have my ring. I yeah, was you like, surprised him, too. I was like, I'm really nervous. I don't know if I'm going to do it, but I think I had, I'm going to do it. I don't think I told you this. You had a signal. I had, you a, signal you had a signal for Harrow. And, and Harrow's yeah. and like, um,
1: she hasn't told me about any signal or anything. So I'm like, if she's doing something, I'm just going to have to wing <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I
0: realized I forgot to give him a, like, any, like, I forgot to talk to him about it. Because I wasn't sure if I'd get to it first. And so I did give him a small heads up. I was like, hey, I have the ring. I think I'm going to do it right now, but I'm really, really fucking nervous. Like, I was so unbelievably nervous. And it was, like, there was, like, almost nobody there. I think there was, like, one other couple. And as soon as they realized what was going on, they skedaddled. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we went up, like, there's, like, a little hill up to the arch. And we were, like, posing for a picture. And I was, like, we should, like, do, like, a picture, like, turned around. So I, like, had you turn around. Like, back of my head, I'm, like, is she doing this right now? <laughs> and i was so yeah and i got down on one knee and i proposed mm. and i got snow all over my knee and it was worth it <laughs> you surprised me i did surprise you i was shaking so it was bad a little competition of who's gonna do it first it was that was the thing is we were like we both knew that we were getting engaged that day and we both knew that we both had the ring and we're planning on it But it was a matter of who gets it first. So, like, the competitive part of me was, like, no.
1: (laughs) But the romantic part of me was, like,
0: yay. Yay. Because, like, you're the one who asked to kiss me first. You're the one who asked me to be your girlfriend. You're the one who said I love you first. So I really wanted to be the one to propose. That was really sweet. I appreciated it. And then, so, yeah, we got engaged. I said yes. Yeah. (laughs) We got some cute pics. Uh Uh-huh. And then we went and we decided that we were like, oh, it's only a half a mile to Birken <laughs> Arch, except I think it's a, a half a mile there and a half a mile back.
1: It it's like, just been...
0: like across the meadow. I mean, you <laughs> can see it. Yeah, you can see it. So I'm like, we that doesn't have look just, too bad. We should have just looked at it from the distance and called it a Well, I didn't realize. It was so muddy. It was
1: muddy. so muddy. So it that made so it so
0: muddy. much harder. Oh, yeah. Than it would have well, been. And, like, it's the path to broken meadow or broken meadow broken arch is like it's flat it's pretty flat almost yeah. all the way there it's just a so walk is just a straight shot across this clearing um but it was so muddy so it was <laughs> took
1: took a lot of like dodging
0: yeah like it was a way more work yeah. than it would have been if it had been packed dirt to get out there but that one was really pretty it's pretty so and then from there we went to pine tree. No, we had lunch first. No, we had lunch. Yeah, we had lunch. At the campsite area. And then we went to Pine Tree. And the reason that we went to some of these specific arches is because we plan to get married in Arches National Park. Mm-hmm. So, we actually plan to
1: like get married there before. We thought about even
0: getting engaged exactly, there. <laughs> yeah. Cuz I think I saw a I saw a TikTok this girl got married in either a state or a national park in colorado and i was like wait a second you can do that and then babe was like can we get married in arches and so i looked it up and you can and they have very specific locations and you have to get a permit for yeah it. you have to get a permit and it's way cheaper <laughs> than getting like a venue oh yeah like there was one venue that we kind of looked at like early on in our relationship like surprisingly early on that's like up um oh, Pavo yeah, yeah. Canyon. It was very pretty. And venue, that one but... very beautiful. But it's like a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. And it depends on how many people you have and stuff. And Whereas like Which is like that's pretty standard like, for what? a wedding venue. A but hundred? this one is like three hundred dollars. Yeah. And it's mostly just processing fees. <laughs> like, you know? So yeah. But the we thing plan is is they're very small... limited. Yeah, wedding anyway yeah. so so it's like it very out. limited in how many people you can have like different locations have different n- amounts of people so i think the biggest one is 80 people at the amphitheater by um, which like, devil's garden campground wanted to see what it looked like but but we didn't look i think it didn't look thanks chloe didn't seem that didn't exciting yeah Oh, and plus, like, you can see in the picture, like, that amphitheater is usually used for, like, ranger presentations, so there's, like, a big screen that you cannot move, doesn't roll up, <laughs> yeah, doesn't move anywhere, so, like, that's there, and that kind of ruins the aesthetic a little bit. Also, I don't think I even know 40 people. <laughs> so, um, but, So, our top three options were Panorama Point which is really nice because there's a parking lot, so it's a really, really easy it's little walk. Like there's a right bathroom. there, so there's not yeah. even a walk, yeah. really. So, to... Panera Point is, like, a lookout point, so there's a parking lot that, like, loops around this... With built-in benches. Park. And so, and then, yeah, there's a section with benches, these big stone benches. And bathroom um, right there. And there's a bathroom right there. There's little pavilions and stuff, and we want to, like, have lunch afterwards or something, you know, which is really nice. And that one is the second biggest I think party. that one's 50 people or is it 25 I think that one's 50 50 okay. I think so but I can look it up hang on let me look it up real quick I can't spell <laughs> here there's the official page okay so, the different locations. So there's LaSalle Mountains Viewpoint which is 50 people, which window section was gorgeous I think for like photos and yes, stuff. Yes, definitely would love to do photos there. So then there's the window section. So there's like the north window, the south window, turret arch or double arch? Which I think would me, be a really cool we one. We did double arch both days. Too. Yeah, we did do double arch both days actually. Um and that one's 25 sand dune is 25 pine trees 25 park avenue is the smallest and that one's only 15 um but it is really beautiful then devil's campground is 80 and yeah i was right panorama is 50 so panorama point that's the biggest one of the options we've been considering um which is 50 people but there's already seating the parking lot's right there like it's really nice and then sand dune which is where i proposed to be that one's 25, and that one's, like, a little bit of a walk, but... Not too depends bad. Depends on who we decide to invite, you know? Also, everyone like, like if we has want, to be prepared like... to get sand in their shoes. Yeah, that too. <laughs> um, But, like, like if we want to be... invite, like, our grandparents, that one might be a little bit
1: trickier. <laughs> you know, that one, if we got married there, would be kind
0: of cool to get married barefoot in the sand. It might be. I think it'd uh, be that cute. That might actually be really cute. We're also planning to do, um, or we're thinking about doing a a hand fasting ceremony i think is what it's called where the couple holds hands and then like throughout the like vows and stuff the officiant ties like ribbons or rope or whatever around their hands so it's kind of it's got celtic origins but it's really popular in pagan among pagan traditions and then the last arch or no or the arch we did right after lunch the second day was pine tree arch and that one was so pretty. So And that is <laughs> special too. <laughs> yeah, so
1: like I knew Pine Tree Arch was a venue we're considering. I'm like, I'm like this could be a good spot, so I snuck the ring into my pocket for this mm-hmm. one. And we then- brought a wedding
0: ring, but we didn't bring Ice spikes. Ice spikes, which we should have. We should have because we the sign it. said to we do it. We made it down that hill, and it was actually easier coming up.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a little precarious just getting a,
0: down the hill. Like we would parked kind of far away, and neither of us, none of us, wanted to walk back. Yeah, <laughs> to the car. Anyway, we got all the way down to Pine Tree and
1: there was so nobody beautiful. there
0: there was like a couple ladies like when we arrived but they when we arrived when we arrived at pine tree but they left like shortly after yeah it's very quiet it's like tucked away around this very corner. secluded shaded intimate. it's really, really pretty really beautiful like the view like you can stand and s- like there's like a good like flat open section up a little it hill from the arch, literally like a natural a wedding arch. Yeah, it is literally a natural arch that is that would be absolutely perfect.
1: Anyway, and I told you to <laughs> turn around, try to make it less obvious. She was like, but "Look it, we at
0: were... those!" And I turned around, and I knew exactly what was yeah, happening. Yeah, I figured you knew, but you know, <laughs> but that didn't mean I was less excited. And <laughs> then I proposed to you. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, it made me happy. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mwah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I gave the signal to Harrow. <laughs> you gave the signal. I don't know what the signal was. It was the Han Solo salute. <laughs> of course
0: it was. <laughs> what else would it be?
1: Um, but yeah, I got down on my knee and proposed.
0: Yeah, she got I mud on nervous. her pants. I yeah. got snow on mine and she got mud on hers. Worth it. Worth it. And but yeah. I really like that venue a lot. I do too. I honestly think it's kind of tricky but to, like i can't really decide between pine tree it's a and much Dan. further hike for it is for guests. it's definitely a bit it's of not a further like a hike. difficult hike but it's no further. and we're <laughs> planning to do like uh maybe like a november like when's the end of the, the season i think the main season is like april through october yeah so like we want to do like tail end of the season like heading into the cooler months
1: so in off the season. fall apparently sunday's the
0: day to go too. definitely a sunday yeah because we went we came we got engaged on a saturday but we came back the next day and there was like sunday. nobody literally park was empty um basically it was insane how a lot less few people. people there were so definitely gonna do a sunday um yeah sunday then... off
1: season but before it gets cold because like really cold Mm-hmm. like because we went in november the first year and it was chilly but it wasn't like too chilly it was
0: perfect and because it was warmer we'll be than like when wearing we were like time. our suits and stuff and so yeah. we will be warm enough and like people can wear like shawls and mm, people things like will that have to bring their own like chairs if they want but yeah but chairs. i think panorama has seats but i don't know if i want that many people Panorama wasn't think... my first choice. Yeah, it's not my first choice. It's not even either. in my
1: top three choice. I'd rather get really? married at the LaSalle Mountains viewpoint than
0: Panorama. Maybe not on such a windy day. Yeah. <laughs> we, we stopped at the LaSalle Mountains on our way into the park the, on Sunday, and it was so insanely windy. It's
1: pretty, but honestly,
0: it's like lower on my list than the yeah. other ones. It is not as pretty. It's not as like inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. And they want, like, an uh, arch in pine the background. Tree, That's pine, half the point yeah, of being exactly. there. <laughs> I think Pine Tree and Sand Dune are my top two picks, and it's kind of a tie. Yeah. Because they both have, um, like, some pros. Like, I Sand did think Dune, the windows was a very pretty one, too. Windows would be really pretty, too. It's more of a, a bit of a hike uphill. More of a hike, yeah. So, like, Sand Dune is, like, tucked away in this little canyon. It's shady. It's, like... People are usually kind of quiet in there. Um... It's not a very difficult hike. Like, it can be a little tricky right at the beginning, especially if it's, like, slippery, like, because it was a little bit icy the first day we went, so it's a little bit tricky right there. Um, But, like, it's a pretty easy hike. Yeah. You know, in. But it's also, because it's so easy, it is a more popular arch, especially with, like, small children. Um, So, you know, the pros... Easy hike, close Except to the not car, small children tucked away. But I mean, like I mean, like other people. Okay. I'm not talking about our wedding party. I'm talking about other guests. You know, like I think we're more likely to encounter other guests. Thank you, Chloe. Um, we're more likely to encounter other guests at San- Sand Dune. Yeah. You know, even on a Sunday.
1: But whereas. People- also don't know what's going on until you round the corner exactly you're like, oh, like there's a wedding going on yeah it's like really <laughs> tucked away because i from what i understand like it's not like the rangers close off the no. hike or anything people can still come and go as it's happening
0: huh. which is why they like suggest like you go you come like first thing in the morning um and come like and do it like on a less busy day yeah so but so like pros of sand dune it's beautiful it's an easy hike um, it's a really like unique location. It's like shady, so it was like a really sunny day. You can get, get the shade and you get better pictures. Um, but cons, sand everywhere. <laughs> yeah, literally, it's course it gets, <laughs> it gets everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> um, and it's a more popular hike because of its ease of access. And it's just so. a really cool. Arch and it's too. also a really cool art, so it's one where I think we're more likely to run in, more likely to have people stumbling into the ceremony by accident. So on the other hand, pine tree. Absolutely gorgeous. Much more Tucked secluded. Away.
1: Less popular.
0: Yeah, yeah, much less popular. It's shady it's beautiful it's quiet and people if people there is like they can see more from a the distance more. to yeah. it so you can come around a corner and you can see down the hill to it so people can come around the corner and be like oh i think that's a wedding <laughs> and like be like right. oh, maybe i'll come back you know right <laughs> so downside it's a further walk yeah and it's like down a hill and if it's like rained recently that hill is very, very slippery. steep and so it can be very very slippery um but, so, like, we have to, like, weigh our pros and cons. Because they are the same amount of people. They're both a 25 person. Yeah. Which, doing the math of that, the two of us, an officiant, a, a photographer, photographer. So that's that four leaves people. That <laughs> 10, 11 people. Between, for, the, both between the both of us. Between the both yeah. of us. For each of us to pick, to
1: be well, there. Well, our plan so, is to do a smaller wedding and then a bigger um, yeah reception yeah. later. Yeah, so we want
0: to do a small, intimate, little ceremony and then like have a nice dinner that night and then later up back home a later we'll date. do a bigger reception with more of the extended family and stuff yeah you know so no children at either I think I think a good you know, a rule twelve thumb f- is, is like <laughs> if you're younger than our youngest siblings you're not allowed.
1: <laughs> but by then they'll be like fifteen, so maybe you could be a little younger than that. I don't know. Maybe.
0: I don't know how old my youngest cousin, or my oldest cousin is. So, but yeah. It's gonna be fun. I can't. Yeah. Wait. It's gonna be awesome.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of like beautiful like, photo opportunities, too. So many beautiful Like, we think of, like, maybe doing like, a first look at a different arch mm-hmm. or a different location. We could do a
0: first look at, like, at maybe double arch. You know, that'd be really beautiful. Or even, like, if we got married at Pine Tree, we could do a first look at Sand Dune or, you know, we can do... I definitely want Vice some Versa first photos at LaSalle and, Mountains Viewpoint because uh, that's gorgeous, 100%. too. The, the view from there is beautiful. But, yeah, so lots of different, lots of really great photo. Spots. We even the second day we were there, we even saw a, a couple doing like wedding, some wedding photos. Yeah, you know, at um, someone with a wedding dress all the way out there. Yeah, she was wearing hiking boots under her wedding dress. Smart. It was really cute. I was like, I'm sure you can actually get some genuinely really cute <laughs> pictures with hiking boots under your wedding dress. I thought it was adorable. So, but they were taking pictures down by um double arch. So, you can get some pictures by the big dicker. <laughs> If yeah. you stop off at the, it's the Garden of Eden viewpoint, right, or lookout. I think that's, that's the, on the way to the windows. Yeah, but, but I mean the lookout specifically that yeah, you can stop at. So. Yeah, In, right, just off that parking lot, there is a massive. You'll know it when you standing, see it. Like alone rock structure, it's like apart from the rest, and it literally looks like a giant penis. Half of that park is very phallic if you look at it. Very. Um, <laughs> the greatest part too is we were coming back. It was the second day, right? and the day we got engaged yeah and we were coming back from double arch we were i think we were heading out of the park yeah i think um we were kind of done for the day we were gonna go get some dinner we
1: did do delicate arch viewpoint that day too the lower one oh yeah we did
0: the lower viewpoint that day because it's just an easy walk Mm -hmm. so the we were considering doing delicate arch but that was
1: my initial plan to propose to you Mm-hmm. but that was mine it did not too. work out <laughs> that was mine
0: too but the the iciness we were way too tired like we did not have the energy for Delicate Arch Delicate Arch is not a super difficult height, All three. but you need a bit of stamina of us are very out none of shape not, yeah, <laughs> plus none of us. we were tired
1: from driving down mm-hmm. and it was icy Yeah. And a little
0: dangerous there's a point so like if you've never done Delicate Arch before you like wind your way up the hill like back and forth up a hill and then there are you parts reach of it that are difficult this big, and there's parts you reach that aren't. this big section of slick rock it's like football field long it feels like it's so much slick rock which is slick rock is petrified, petrified sand dunes. dunes yeah um and so it's very smooth and it's they call like, it slick rock for a reason <laughs> yeah it can be kind of slippy um so you make your way up that and then there's like that more walking. is the hardest part of the hike definitely um but then you go around the back side of this big like rock structure, which is
1: continuously in the shade
0: all the and time that's the spot that is always shaded because it faces um i think it faces south or north can you decide what you I don't remember do? it the, the direction it faces the direction that that bit of the hike is on is always in the shade yeah um no matter what time of year it is no matter what time, no, of, what day time, is, of, time of day it is it's yeah. always shady and so right there was really really icy and then like you come around that rock and there's there's, yeah, there's the delicate view. arch and there's like a big wide open area on top of this definitely that the most popular hike in the park by far
1: but it's also a Semi difficult one. Yeah. So.
0: but yeah, but because like we were all like out of shape, you need quite a bit of stamina. It's for three that miles hike. round trip. It's not difficult. It's not super difficult, but you gotta like keep pushing. You need some stamina. Yeah. I think the first time we went, we literally wa- we did the hike and then we had lunch at the top uh-huh. and then came back down because we were like we need to refuel. <laughs> well, we brought it with us for <laughs> that reason. We did for that reason. <laughs> but yeah. So, but yeah, so we decided not to do Delicate Arch. We did the viewpoint. So, but then we were. Oh, I was talking about. The big, awesome. I was talking about the big dicker because oh, yeah. we were leaving Double Arch, and we decided to like pull into that parking lot right there, the viewpoint right there. I think it's Garden of Eden. Yeah, um, I think so. There were rock climbers on the big dicker. That's not its official name for. It's just, just what we. That's just it. what we. Call I don't it. think it has a name. I don't think it does either. But there was literally like like. You know the rock structures are huge, but then you see a teeny <laughs> tiny person at the top of this giant penis-shaped rock, and it was amazing. I took a picture. It was great. Maybe I'll post it on our Instagram. <laughs> so, but yeah. And then the second day, we did La LaSalle. We did... Just the viewpoint ones, mostly. Yeah. We did Sand Dune again. We did Sand Dune again. take more again. pictures. We did Double Arch again. We did again. Double Arch again. Um i think that's mostly what we did because we we like got up that morning we had breakfast we packed up we like made our lunches for the day we checked out and then we went and like walked around town and stuff i got i posted about this in one of my discord servers i managed to find the exact copy like cover and edition of um a compiled set of the chronicles of narnia that i grew up reading it's like all eight books seven books
1: seven days. seven books yeah. it's all
0: seven books in one book you know and it's the exact one that i grew up with so that was really fun and we got some fun um got some stickers i got a sticker that's a qr code oh they had that's, um, some uh it's leads you right to um
1: being rickrolled yeah that's great so that's fun i part Of the bookstore had a lot of like vintage, oh, yeah, pamphlets, books, newspaper articles, pictures, pictures. all sorts of things, things basically were really any old. category. Really,
0: really old. There was maps, there was, and I've got all sorts a
1: because cool it depends on your price range. So I got mm-hmm. one that was like six dollars because that was my price range, yeah, but it was like an old pamphlet from the 40s about like some old gangs in the wild west but yeah, it actually robbers. had a newspaper clipping about that too that was mm-hmm. like inside of it i'm like that's really cool <laughs>
0: yeah yeah it was a fun find
1: but yeah there was like some stuff from the 1800s in there there was some stuff so. in
0: there that was so old it's really cool but yeah so we went to a bookstore and we went and we looked in um a store that was like a bunch of native american art that was really beautiful and we went in, like a couple other little local shops we got they've got a t-shirt that has um all of that t-shirt aliens and Bigfoot and in front of Dad arches. Arch. And, uh, yeah, in front of got Arch on it, which is really fun. Um, and then we went to the gift shop. We wanted to get to the park before the visitor center closed, so we went to the, the visitor center. Cause babe got a poster the last, the first time we were there that is, um, it's one of the windows, isn't it? Uh-huh. So it says, see the Milky Way because um, It's like the arches, vintage National Park yeah, art Yeah, it's style. kind of that st- kind of style, but Arches is an international dark sky park. So, which means that, like, it's one of, like, the darkest places on the planet that you can access, like, as a, you know, it's, like, civilized, too, sort of. Less um, light but pollution. But so, yeah, they literally, like, test the light pollution. I know Capitol Reef is also a, an international dark sky park. They test the light pollution regularly to make sure that they still qualify. But the stars you can see in dark sky parks, I, like, you... If it's not oh overcast. Yeah, if it's not overcast. <laughs> So I remember when when I went to Capitol Reef for school, we the stars came out that first night and it was insane. And then it was also a supermoon. And so the moon came out and it just obliterated the stars (laughs) because the moon was so big and bright. It was honestly really incredible. But yeah, so if you ever get a chance to go stargazing in a dark internet in a dark sky park, do it. But so Babe got a poster that's like the windows. It's one of the windows arches and it's got like the milky way it's really beautiful there's like some people up in the arch it's really pretty and she wanted another one because they had a bunch in that style they have one with um balanced rock um it says like windows to the universe yeah it says windows to universe i think the 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 windows one that you got the first time says something like half the park is after dark yeah which is kind of one of arch's catchphrases is like Half the experience of Arches is stargazing, so which I
1: have not done. There yeah, yet, which we so. still
0: haven't managed to do. Um, but so she wanted to get the Balanced Rock one, and so she we like found it in the bin, and she picked it out, and she paid for it. And You also we got, went to the
1: bin that it said it was in. Yeah, And you also
0: <laughs> I think you got a sticker too. I did, didn't yeah. You? Um, and then we got home, and she unwraps it, and it's the same and one, and it's a duplicate. <laughs> that was so sad. Yeah, she was really upset. But then I realized that there was a. URL like, a website on the sticker on the, like, plastic tube that it came in. So I put the the website in, and it's, like, the official, like, national park service, like, merch, specifically for, like, Arches and Canyonlands, I think. Um, Uh Because that thing shipped from the Arches Visitor Center. (laughs) So we found her balanced rock poster on there. And she was like, I'll have to get that sometime. And I had a little bit of extra money, so I bought it for her. Oh, it's so sweet. Her. <laughs> they shipped it really weird. They did. I genuinely expected it to come rolled in a tube, but they like put it on a piece of cardboard and stuck it in a bubble mailer <laughs> and called it a day. It's like, I mean, that it That impractical. Here, it okay. got here in pristine condition. Like it, it's perfect. Uh, is at the top? I don't think that. it is actually. I think it's just the way it's leaned against the, the wall right now. It looks like it is because of the, like, No, I mean, like, when design. I pulled it out, it was, oh, was a little it? bit, but it's not too bad. I didn't think so, but, but yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm excited. That's our artist's <laughs> adventure. Thank you for getting it here. You're welcome. Okay. We don't have to talk about our rings. But we you can see a picture of it. Yeah, but they're really unique. Yours is, um, tanzanite mm-hmm. in um, sterling, sterling silver, silver With, which means it needs a little bit of extra love. What was the, but, um? Moissanite. Moesonite. Yeah. What do you mean? It needs extra love? Sterling silver. It just needs it a little needs to be bit of extra more often. attention to it to make yeah. sure it doesn't tarnish. And then mine is smoky quartz with moissanite and a couple little alexandrites in rose gold.
1: Mm, Mine's pretty... a little... Babes is... Um, is it rose gold or
0: yellow gold? It's rose. Okay. Babes is pear-shaped, I think. Um, and it also has like... There's like a second... Band Summer to band. it, yeah. That's like a little. Well, one of my friends called it a, a crown for yeah. your, for your stone, which is cute. Mine is just a single ring, and my main stone is a hexagon, or it's like a honeycomb shape. Uh huh. Then it's, kind of, like, and then a it's leaf got formation. like little leaves around it. It's really pretty. I like it as well.
1: It makes me happy. Someone who was very picky I about was so what picky. ring she wanted, so I, like you like, guys, she had to pick out the one she wanted. You
0: guys, I don't think you can fully comprehend just how picky I was. Wait, I gave you a couple options. Like, uh-huh. I like this
1: kind of style. I like these yeah. stones. When you were
0: like, this one is my favorite, but I also like these ones. Like, we were looking at some, like, London blue topaz and stuff, mm. but then you saw the Tanzanite and you fell in love with it. Oh, it's so pretty. It's like a light purpley blue. It's it, really pretty. It looks different in different Different colors too mm-hmm. or different some, some, lighting. some lightings it looks more blue some it looks more purple yours does too mine mostly looks dark brown sometimes in some lightings it looks black so if I take it off though you can see the color more um, no
1: Chloe this is why I had you on my lap
0: yeah, yeah because um, because of the way the ring is designed the light can go through it so you, you can see the color better when it's not on my no, wait, finger. She was Bye. much
1: more picky, so she had to so pick out her ring. <laughs> I was
0: so picky. So there was no way I could surprise like,
1: you with that because yeah. I wanted it to be one you liked. So. The thing
0: is, is like, if it's something that I'm going to be wearing literally every day for the rest yeah. of my life, like it's got to be something that i really genuinely i could not
1: be one of those people that just goes to a jewelry store and picks out a random (laughs) ring
0: chloe what's your problem also neither of us were big on wanting diamonds oh no though we did look at some raw diamonds for you those are really pretty but they're way more expensive so much more expensive i don't know what the dog wants i think she just wants to play chloe now is not a good time but yeah, that's our I'm giving, Yeah. It's the best. We've, we it's had our really rings
1: good. for like six months. <laughs> we really
0: did. But yeah. Should we get into Supernatural now?